I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. This is a short story of Richard Bright, the so-called father of nephrology. Richard Bright was born in Bristol, in South England, the third son of a wealthy merchant and banker. He was innately curious about nature. He and his father shared an interest in science, and his father encouraged him to consider it a career. Richard would go on to lead what one biographer called a charmed life. In 1808, Richard Bright Jr. joined the University of Edinburgh to study philosophy, economics, and mathematics, but switched to medicine the following year. In 1810, he accompanied Sir George Mackenzie to Iceland on a summer expedition where Richard conducted naturalist studies. Richard Bright then continued his medical studies at Guy's Hospital in London, and in 1813 he went back to the University of Edinburgh, one of the greatest medical universities in the world at that time, and received his medical degree. His thesis was on contagious erysipelas. During the 1820s to the 1830s, he returned to Guy's Hospital in London, teaching and practicing medicine, where he worked alongside Thomas Addison and Thomas Hodgkin, the good guys. He was elected fellow of the very prestigious Royal Society in 1821. He traveled often and had a special affection for Hungary and lived for a while in Festetics Castle in Hungary. And that's an extraordinary structure if you get a chance to look it up. Although his name is associated with renal disease, he studied and lectured on such wide topics as disorders of the brain and function of the abdominal viscera. The signs and symptoms of Bright's disease were first described in his work, Reports of Medical Cases, published in 1827. In that work, he described 25 cases of dropsy, edema, which he attributed to renal disease. Symptoms and signs included inflammation of the serosal membranes, hemorrhages, apoplexy, convulsions, blindness, and coma. Many of these patients were found to have albumin in their urine, detected by spoon and candle heat coagulation, and they showed striking morbid changes of the kidney at autopsy. Whereas others had described edema and albuminuria, Dr. Bright was the first to report their association with renal disease. There also was noted an association between kidney disease and cardiac hypertrophy, which Bright attributed to stimulation of the heart. As other great physicians of his time, Dr. Bright did autopsies on his own patients. In addition, he brought along a professional illustrator in the autopsy room, thus responsible for the extraordinary pictures in reports of the medical cases. Portions of three diseased kidneys were taken. The kidneys had been immersed in alcohol, probably brandy, from those described in his 1827 book, and two showed a membranoproliferative pattern, and one, I believe from a young woman with TB, showed what had the appearance of amyloid. The renal diseases he described were frequently noted to be in diabetic patients. Of course, therapy at that time included warm baths, 
abstinence from alcohol, bloodletting, digitalis, mercuric compounds, opium, and laxatives. It is said that Dr. Bright set up the first ward for kidney patients, including that kidney disease was not just rare uh, and could be severe, and an adjacent laboratory for the study of renal disease. He certainly was the major figure in bringing wide attention to renal disease with publication of his magnificent illustrated book. Fothergill, in 1887, once stated that, quote, so long as a disease carries a man's name, it shows we know little about it, end of quote. Bright's disease is the eponym that spread like wildfire to the continent and to the Americas. We still occasionally see elderly patients who say they present with Bright's disease. Kind of like philosophy, all philosophy being a footnote to Plato or Aristotle, it is said that all renal pathology may be seen as a footnote to Bright's disease. Bright was a gentleman physician, artist, geologist, and as noted above, a peripatetic traveler, but also a determined and obsessive documenter of clinical pathologic information. He said, quote, I have never yet examined the body of a patient dying with dropsy attended by coagulable urine in whom some obvious derangement was not discovered in the kidneys, end of quote. Of his observations of nearly a thousand specimens, he concluded that one of the most interesting features of the morbid anatomy of this disease is to be found in the condition of the corpora malpighiana, the glomerulus. Bright and Addison published a textbook of medicine. At the Battle of Waterloo, uh, Richard Bright helped tend to the wounded, and he was also physician to the Queens, Victoria, and Adelaide. With the likes of Addison and Hodgkins, they ushered in an era of clinical pathological observation that formed the basis of modern medical practice. Rumor has it that Richard Bright succumbed to the very disease he had previously described. <laughs>